Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula and I appreciate you coming through and listening to this week's episode. In this week's episode, we're putting a bow on the preseason. We're talking Leangelo Ball officially being part of the franchise in what capacity specifically? Left to be determined, but we know he'll be either with the Hornets or the Swarm this upcoming season, which is very cool. Very, very cool. I'm going to talk about that and the basketball ramifications of that. Uh, my thoughts on the final two preseason games. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about that Mavericks game because, bro, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was a bad one to watch. But listen, the game's the game. The games get real next week. And, boy, I'm I'm excited about it. It's a hope. <laughs> I'm hopeful, at least. Hopefully, uh, we can avoid more injuries. You know, no more of those, please. Thank you. Had enough already. Can can another team get hurt? Can can we not? Can we not? Can we not? You know, but we, what we can do is say thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring this podcast. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, that's betonline.ag, or use a mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so going going back to the court and just looking at these the Heat game and the Mavericks game, um, the, the main thread, I guess, for me at least, is that we've seen the guys that were on the court show signs of positivity of being ready for the season to start um, at some point throughout the preseason like everyone I think everyone had a moment or two or three or four like I think LaMelo looked very good Bridges looked very good throughout the entirety of the preseason as a whole like even the Mavericks game uh, I thought LaMelo was moving well uh, even though he didn't shoot the ball well right Bridges didn't shoot the ball well at all in the Mavericks game but he looked engaged so I'm not I'm not too fussed about it I'm not too pressed about their individual performances. My, my, my main thing is that Terry, Oubre, Hayward, Plumlee, those are four big contributors to not get extended runs this preseason. And A, it's just it's concerning because A, you know, I want to see these guys play. I want these guys to use the preseason as it's meant to be used to get their legs and lungs ready for the uh, actual campaign. So I'm concerned about that being delayed, those guys playing themselves into shape per se, quote unquote, you know, um, during the regular season. And it's just not the right energy after the after what happened last year, having injury issues during the preseason is just more of the same. 
you know, like we, we just did this. <laughs> this, is, this is something we just dealt with as a franchise and now we're back in it again. And all of a sudden, once again, death is an issue or a concern. Fortunately, 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 none of the availability issues seem long-term, right? Hayward and Plumlee were involved, like over the preseason was a, like a, a health and safety issue. Terry, Kelly, um, even Bridges are all day-to-day. So it's not a long-term thing, knocking on wood, you know? We should, if you're listening to this, knock on something made out of wood for me, for them, so they can come back soon and be ready to go. But, you know, as, as I'm recording this, we have, we have a few days before the regular season tips off anyway. So if they're not ready right away, all good, no real rush. But the, as we talked about before on this podcast and on my YouTube channel, like the Eastern Conference is going to be really tough and really competitive, more competitive than it's been in a long time. Because there are a lot of teams with the plane, especially um, it adds to it. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of teams really that could be in the mix um, that wouldn't have been in the mix otherwise. And if the Hornets aren't careful. They can see themselves sliding out and having to like fight and get hot to get back into contention, playoff contention. Because I think I still contend that this team fully fit, fully healthy, fully available will be a six seed like that. I think they can comfortably do that with this current roster. But the, the key, the big the big key in that in that puzzle is uh, <laughs> making sure guys are available, because if <laughs> they're not doing anything without Gordon Hayward, you know, like they're not doing anything without Kelly Oubre's like they're not doing anything without Terry being involved in, in, in being in the mix. So. Because with, without those guys, it just creates a huge imbalance, and which I'm going to talk about here right now, actually. Uh, so like with Jalen McDaniels, Cody Martin getting extended runs, right? If Ubre was brought in to alleviate that, 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 that pressure when Hayward isn't around. When McDaniels or Cody are playing, they're playing in like specific moments, which I think they can really excel in. But look at the Mavericks game. Jalen took nine shots. Uh, and what do you, how many minutes he played? He played 30 minutes. Uh, Cody played 31 minutes. He took nine shots in the Heat game, which was good. But in the, in the loss, he took nine shots, played 27 minutes in the Mavericks game. Um, it's one of the things where it's like, all right, this isn't how the, this team is going to run or be set up. It's, I don't want to imagine. So if we're missing guys, because you have Book Knight sitting there off the bench, which is what his role will be when everyone is healthy. I get it. Borrego talked about it, wanting him to get used to that. And so like during that first half of that Mavericks game, I'm just sitting there thinking like, if this was a real game, would have, would Book Knight have started and played more? He played 24 minutes. A lot, a lot of that was garbage time. You know, would he have taken Cody Martin's minutes? Like you flip flop that, would the game go differently? Yes, but they probably still would have lost because that Mavericks team just, dominated the entire the entire game so again i don't want to talk about the specific game but like that is just something that i want to that just jumped out to me is um the distribution of minutes when guys are out because like i hope it's not realistic to expect hayward to play 82 games uber to play 82 games right so guys are gonna have to step up when their number is called that's the name of the game that's that's sports you know you don't know what's gonna happen guys get hurt suspensions health and safety protocols like stuff like that will pop up but i want to i hope that book night will be a regular fixture in the rotation higher up in the rotation and hopefully in the starting rotation if those guys aren't available because a lineup of Plumlee well like I'll start at the, at the guards LaMelo uh, Cody Jalen Miles and Mason there's not a lot of firepower there right LaMelo and Miles can shoot they can score 
up with Mason, Cody, and Jalen, those guys can score in their own ways, but that's not really their bag. I look at them, like Cody and Mason. Cody, I look at Cody as more of a defensive-minded player who can hit down. He can hit an open shot. Same with Jalen. He's really good at running the floor, um, crashing the boards. Mason, same thing, occupying the paint. He's not shooting the ball from outside the paint at all. So it really lacks like a, a lot of on the, the, the dynamics there in that, in that setup don't really hit. And so looking ahead, if the Hornets are faced with this type of situation in a real game, I would like to see PJ in the starting five. I would like to see Book Knight in the starting five just so the team it in like the, the the leading minutes getters are those guys over a Jalen, a Cody, even a Mason, given that current situation, because they need shooting, you know, they need someone to, to be able to score the ball um, to get something going offensively. LaMelo needs someone to pass that he can't do it all himself. I think that's why he ends up being two for 10, because you look at that heat game where um, there was no Plumlee, no Hayward, no Ubre, no Terry. PJ started that game and really, you know, it's basically the same lineup against the Mavericks, but just swap, swap out PJ for, uh, for, for Mason Plumlee and look at, look at the results and things flowed way better. Now PJ didn't play a lot of minutes. He played 20 minutes of that game, but it, it mattered. He had two threes, um, three shots all together, five boards, um, got a block of steel. You know, it's not going to blow the world away, but I think that is what you need to see. Like that's, I think that'll be PJ's lane. Um, avenue right when when things are stagnant offensively you could turn to pj and really help stretch the floor a little bit at least keep the other team honest because you know mason's not going to be floating out to the three-point line and, and shooting that thing so that's that that's all i really wanted to say about those specific games is overall the hornets end the preseason one and four which is or excuse me one and three um after a winless <laughs> summer league or whatever like it's like all right there's no momentum here, but it's a whole different ball game. Pardon the pun when um, when they get this thing going next week. And man, I'm still I'm still very excited about it. Like this team has a lot, a lot to be. Um, there's a lot to look forward to with this roster and its prospects. And I, if you're out there and you're you're concerned, if you're worried, if you're frustrated by any of the results this preseason, I promise you. It won't be this way during the regular season. It, it won't. It just won't. Um, I, I, I'm trying to will that into existence. That was me convincing myself that it won't be this way <laughs> in, the, uh, in the regular season. It just can't. It can't. Because it's the, just look at how the, the guys, uh, the, the way these guys were, were rolled out. Like, it just won't be. It can't be. Um, one other thing. One other thing I want to mention is just Nick Richards. Um, I'm really happy that he's getting a lot of run. Um, he got a lot of run without Mason, even like with Mason, without Mason um, around. So like Nick Richards, when, when no Mason Plumlee available, Nick Richards played 16 minutes against the Heat. Uh, he got a lot of run in the first two games in comparative to, to Vernon Carey. Just, I think that's what, we will, that's what we'll be seeing. This team is really small, and Nick Richards fits a need as a big off the bench. And Vernon Carey has a lot of skills. But he's like, you see, he's listed at 6'9". So, like, is he, like, and then <laughs> Nick Richards is listed at 6'11", 7 feet, depending on where you look. Like, that size alone, when, you, when we're playing the Steven Adams of the world or better, it's like, oh, man, we need that. We need those big bodies. So, I think that, I think Nick Richards, the, through this preseason and Summer League, 
has really like separated himself from Vernon Carey. Cause it's really easy to put those guys in the same bucket. Cause they're both drafted in the second round last year. But I think we're seeing that separation between the two. And I don't know what happens with Vernon. Maybe he just needs more time, you know, like a proper G league experience that he got robbed of last year because of COVID, you know, and the pandemic and the bubble, all that. It was a weird year for all the rookies. Um, Maybe we see him pull it together, but I think we're seeing that separation between those two young men, um, bigs. And so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But speaking of young players, Leangelo Ball. Leangelo Ball is with the franchise. The the summer league experiment, the the workout experiment, opportunity, whatever word you want to use, is working. It's not over. Leangelo Balls remains with the Hornets franchise. And so he was assigned to a non-guaranteed contract, which will then allow him to be signed to the G League team if they go that route. Um, it's not official as I'm recording this. Like he's not officially um, with the Swarm, but the moves indicate that. Like they, that puts him as a Swarm player for the upcoming G League season. Um, and, you know, I live in Charlotte. And I don't think I've ever been to Greensboro. And I can, I think, I think, I think Leangelo Ball is a good reason to make that road trip, you know? <laughs> um, it, it's, a, it's a good reason to kind of get out the city and head, uh, head on over to Greensboro to watch them play. I, I think I'm, I'm going to be doing that. And I don't, I don't think I'm going to be the only one, um, which I'm excited for. But, you know, uh, Leangelo, 9.6 points, two rebounds, 1.6 steals in 17.4 minutes um, in the uh, in the summer league. I thought I I thought he looked good. I thought he looked really good. His uh, his jumper, his uh, quick release looks really good. Uh, I could see that at the next level off the catch and shoot easily. Like he can I think as a catch and shoot corner three or spot up three guy that is that's his lane right now um i didn't love his shooting off the dribble or like him getting his own shot uh, going to the rim you know finding his way to the rim for a layup i i didn't mind that um but just from like a iso step back i didn't like his his jumper off the dribble which is fine because he's not a point guard he can he can move around the floor with his excellent basketball iq because i thought he was found himself in the right position on the floor most of the time, offensively and defensively. So if you're not the quickest, which he isn't, um, if you're not able to get your own shot, like I don't think he can at, a, at the NBA level right now, if he can move the ball, move without the ball, you know, through screens and, and, and hit, a, hit a ball, hit a three off the catch, maybe with someone in his hands in their face, like, uh, hey, listen, that, that's, that's something the Hornets can use because you look at uh, Oubre, Ish Smith, um, a one do Mason Plumley. Those guys that were brought in post Devante, post Malik Monk. None of those guys are shooters by trade. Those they can shoot. They're capable of shooting. Mason not so much. Ubre can shoot a little bit. Ish can shoot a little bit, but that's not really what you. <laughs> that's not where they carve their teeth in the league. Like Leangelo is a shooter, and you know Book Knight can carry the load, but. Maybe down the line, there's that lane that there's that opportunity for Leangelo to find himself with the main team because like if he does, that's what would be that would be his role to be on the floor with some bigs and a playmaker that can find him and hitting down open threes. That's that's if that's 2021, 2022 Leangelo ball to me. 
and I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. I'm glad the story's not over. I'm glad the Hornets did this because it's, it's a good sign of uh, good faith to uh, LaMelo as well that LiAngelo has this opportunity to continue with the franchise. I have no idea what the market was like. No idea. No, no idea what the market was like for LiAngelo Ball, if other teams were after him, if he had a main roster opportunity somewhere else. But what I do know is that he's still with the Hornets. And so there's that possibility of the Ball boys sharing the floor together. And who knows, like maybe, you know, when the Hornets play the Bulls, maybe all three can be on the floor at the same time for the Kodak moment, you know. But the Hornets as a whole have a lot of decisions to make. They need to get down to 15 players and they got like 19 or something like that right now. So some guys are going to be cut, uh, sent, to, sent to the swarm, obviously. And I, I wish them the very best. Like I'm excited to watch them and get, follow them and, and like be there in person. You know, selfishly, I'm curious what the swarm team roster looks like because I'm, I'm really down, <laughs> really, really down to watch the swarm play. And I'm, I'm curious like if there will be what the energy would be like when they play this year. <laughs> but listen, when the season starts, Next week, I'm gassed for it, and I hope you are too. Um, we have a long season ahead of us, hoping for the best, hoping everyone stays healthy, and hoping that this, this Hornets team shows the rest of the league what they're capable of. Um, for this podcast, the podcast will, will remain weekly. Um, at some point, I'm going to figure out a, like a proper cadence, like when new episodes will drop. I'll be sure to communicate that out to um, anyone that follows me on Twitter, um, Instagram, on my YouTube channel, in my Discord. But yeah, you're guaranteed an episode once a week. I just don't know what day of the week, once the season starts. We'll, f- we'll find out what, I'm gonna figure out what makes sense and let y'all know. But listen, I appreciate every single one of you that listen to this show, that share the show, that leave a, a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. And uh, yeah, it means the world to me. It's We're on it's not a full year. I think the first episode of this podcast was in December, but it started right before last season. And then we haven't missed a week since like the entirety of last season and then the entirety of the off season. And now we are one week away from the start of the regular season. And we're going to keep this train rolling. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Sam. You've been great. You've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. Take care. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Perfect. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube